From Tokyo, Japan, I'm Franklin, and you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the way they affect our daily lives. Coming up on today's show, Andrew Filiano joins us to talk about the role of the immune system in human behavior. We'll be right back in a few moments. Back to the program. Well, does your allergy have any connection to how you socialize? Well, until now, scientists believe that there was no connection between your immune system and your brain, but recent findings suggest otherwise. Uh, there could be a direct impact between how our immune system responds and how well we uh, interact with our fellow human beings. Well, joining us right now is our special guest, uh, Dr. Anthony Filiano from the University of Virginia, who will tell us about his research in linking immunity and social behavior. Dr. Filiano, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Frank. Thanks for having me. Well, this is a certainly a, a groundbreaking work. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the you know the prevailing notion of how immunity relates to uh, behavior and uh, how you came about doing this research? <clears throat> yeah, sure. So uh, the Kipnis Lab has been interested in how uh, the immune system can affect behavior for a long time. Uh, there was studies uh, done years ago showing that mice that are deficient for certain aspects of the immune system have deficits in some of the assays that we use on mice to test for learning and memory. Um, we can use a bunch of different manipulations targeting these immune cells and, and showing how different types of immune cells and molecules are important for proper brain function. From these mice models, you now suggest that the similar link can be made also in humans. Yeah, so there's been associations with immune dysfunction in a whole host of neurological disorders. I mean, our studies have all been done in mice, so it's, it's all preclinical work, but there are associations that have been published. This paper, you've touched upon the evolutionary factors shaping the relationship between, say, pathogens and how humans uh, interact with each other. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so one of the molecules that, or the molecule that we isolated in our study, it's called interferon gamma. And this molecule, it's a cytokine, and it's classically thought of as an antipathogen cytokine. So when you get an infection, the body will release interferon gamma, and it will help cells to properly clear a virus and, you know, present the virus to immune cells and call them in. So you know, classically, it's been an antipathogen cytokine. And we're really fascinated by this on why would an antipathogen cytokine have any role in social behavior and especially a, a pro-social function. And so we looked back you know, across uh, evolutionary tree in rats and mice and zebrafish and flies, and we compared uh, the signatures or profiles of organisms that were social versus isolated organisms, and we found that in each and every one of these organisms that we looked at, 
they upregulate the interferon gamma targets when they're social. So even in the absence of infection, they upregulate these, these targets. And what we found so interesting about this is that in flies, they actually lack interferon gamma itself. So they have the targets, but they lack interferon gamma, the molecule. And so it's really important for an organism to become social, to be social. So it's, you know, important for foraging, protection, reproduction, you know, all kinds, kinds of things an organism needs to do to survive. Uh, but as you become social, you have a greater chance of spreading pathogens. And so we're speculating here that perhaps in evolution, interferon gamma evolved to more efficiently, more efficiently control pathogens while organisms are aggregating and, and being social. Interesting. And so until now, we've thought that neurological disorders, say like schizophrenia and autism, were simply uh, neurological illnesses, but would this suggest that there's a link there with also the immune system? Uh, yeah, there has definitely been a lot of studies that are associating immune dysfunction in autistic patients, uh, schizophrenic patients. You know, there's a lot of comorbidity with uh, autoimmune disease and gastrointestinal problems in autistic cohorts. So I think that the data suggests uh, that there is a link between the immune system and autism, for example. Um, in human studies, it's, you know, it's always a relationship and you can't really look at causality, but I think it's an interesting association and that's what we like to believe is that we can potentially target the immune system and maybe help alleviate mm -hmm. some of these neurological symptoms. Okay, great. Well, this research is really quite fascinating. Um, I guess we're running a little bit out of time here, so do you have any last words about uh, where this field might be going? Yeah, sure. Um, we're really excited about uh, how uh, a lot of these experiments and studies are coming out showing uh, that immune dysfunction can affect the brain. Uh, in this study, we just looked at, you know, one molecule, uh, but there's over a hundred uh, molecules that are considered cytokines or have cytokine-like activity. So uh, it's really exciting to look at these immune-derived molecules, and a lot of them have the potential to affect neurons and infect circuits. So uh, it's going to be fun moving forward. Uh, looking at how immune cell-derived molecules can affect different circuits and different behaviors. Great. Uh, Dr. Filiano, thank you so much uh, for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much, Frank. It was fun. Okay, great. And we were just talking to Dr. Andrew Filiano from the University of Virginia. Their recent work on the role of the immune system on social behavior was published in Nature. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in again next week for more from the world of science, technology, and the way they affect our daily lives. In the meantime, you can check us out on the web at www.groks.net, on Facebook and Twitter. You can also email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. Stay tuned here for more music.